Hey friends, I'm Becky Davidson. Welcome to the Rising Above Ministries podcast, where we share stories of hope, inspiration, and encouragement from special needs families from around the world. One of the things that has helped me so much on my journey as a special needs mom is hearing stories from different parents. You know, it's such an encouragement to hear from other families, to know that we are not alone on this journey. That is why I love the Rising Above podcast so much. I love getting to share stories of other families, what their life looks like, things they've learned along the way. And if you have been blessed by this podcast, if you have enjoyed the stories that you have heard, we would so appreciate it if you would help us spread the word to other parents. You can do that by leaving us a rating or a review, and also just share the podcast with anybody you know. You know, it's so helpful when we are reminded of the truth that God sees us, that He loves us, that He has a plan for us and for our children, and that's the message of this podcast. So help us spread the word to other families who need that same encouragement. My guest today is Jessica Shannon, and Jessica is the mom to three beautiful children, Allie, age nine, Beckham, age six, and Scout, age four. And Scout is her daughter with special needs, and she has a rare undiagnosed genetic disorder for which there is no treatment or cure. I loved getting to have a conversation with her and sharing her heart as a young special needs mom and hearing about her journey. So I know you'll be encouraged by the conversation that I had with Jessica Shannon. Hey, Jessica, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. Hi, thank you. I'm very excited to share my story too. Well, now you and I met several years ago at By the Brook when we used to host it here in person in Cookville, and you were just starting out on your journey as a special needs mom. I think you had, I mean, like you had just gotten diagnosis, I believe, and young, young mama. And I remember meeting you there and uh, just such a sweet young mama trying to figure out this walk. You know, do you remember, do you remember meeting, meeting there? I do remember. Yeah. I do remember. And I'm still trying to figure out the walk, but. (laughs) Oh, well, we all, hey, I'm 24 years in and I'm still trying to figure out the walk myself. So yeah, totally understandable. But um, I would love for you to share with our listeners just a little bit about your family and about your sweet, sweet girl scout. Sure. I would love to. So I've got three beautiful children. I've got Allie Jo. She's nine years old. I've got Beckham and he is six and a half and I've got Scout and she is four and a half. Um, so three beautiful children. I'm super blessed. Um, and yeah, so we've got um, Scout, um, who is um, our special needs daughter, and she's got a rare genetic undiagnosed disorder. Um, so just um, a lot of challenges that she faces um, every day. Yeah. And you know, that's got to be challenging to have, you know, you know, it's a rare genetic disorder, but you really don't know what you're dealing with. I'm sure that that has been frustrating as a mom trying to know, like, how do we even navigate this? Yeah. So Scout, you know, like we've talked before, she's got a rare genetic undiagnosed disorder. Um, Of course, she's the biggest blessing in my life. Um, At the same time, this is the hardest thing, you know, I've ever had to face in my life. she has so many different challenges that she faces every day. Um, we have seizures um, every day, um, sometimes multiple times a day. Sometimes we go a day or two without a seizure. Um, 
but those are, you know, few mm-hmm. and far between. Yeah. She's nonverbal. Um, so it's hard. She can't tell, she can't talk to me. She can't tell me, you know, what's hurting or what's wrong or how I can fix it. Um, she aspirates. Um, so even her own secretions mm. every day, she aspirates um, those. So especially if she's struggling with, you know, a sign like sinuses or a common cold and you have, you know, the mucus and the phlegm. So a common cold, um, you know, to you and I, you know, we would be able to just, you know, keep going about our day. But when Scout gets, you know, the common cold, it's just so hard for us. You know, it takes weeks and weeks because, um, you know, just seems to just pile on and pile on and get worse and worse for her. Um, she vomits with her seizures. Um, she's having trouble. Um, she's 100%, you know, feeding tube fed. Mm-hmm. So it, there's just so many different components, you know, with her. Mm-hmm. It is, it's so, so challenging. I mean, it's 24 hour care. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have nurses who come in and help you? That, that does she have nursing care? So right now, uh, well, last year, you know, it kind of dawned on me that um, Scout started going to school. She goes to All Good um, School there. And last May, it dawned on me that my big kids will go to daycare over the summer. Mm. Um, but Scout can't go to daycare. Mm-hmm. So last year, I hired a nanny um, who was a huge help, a huge blessing. Um, she loves Scout more than anything. Um, So I do have a nanny that helps me, you know, when she's um, with me. And then I just recently did get um, private duty nursing for the evening hours. Mm. And let me tell you, that is like life changing, heaven sent. I mean, you know, because whenever you have multiple children, you have to be mom to all of your kids, you know, so and sometimes Scout is. She, she needs somebody with her 24 seven, mm-hmm. you know, so it was just so helpful, but yeah, I do have, um, you know, full-time help right now. And of course That's, my mom, um, helps me a lot, especially yeah. when we basically live at the hospital sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. my mom's always, you know, there with me and she does the overnights with me and mm-hmm. she goes and, you know, she's always been one to, um, never leave me, you know, yeah. when we have to do those kind of stays. Yeah. Well now, when Scout was born, did you know that she was going to have special needs? Was this a surprise? Do you kind of have, how did all that discovery come about for you? Good question. So, um, you know, like whenever, you know, they've got all these tests that you can run now, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I never did any of like the big testing. Um, but one thing that was different in my pregnancy with Scout was she never moved. Okay. She never kicked. She never moved. I didn't have the you know foot go across my mm-hmm. stomach like I did with my other two children. Mm-hmm. So I knew kind of internally that something just wasn't something wasn't right because mm-hmm. I didn't experience those things with her. So I would go to the doctor um, and just kind of ask, you know, can we do an ultrasound? Can you check on her? I just don't feel her moving. Um, so they would do the ultrasound, they would check everything and Scout was fine. Mm. It would be perfectly fine. So 
you know, go, go about my day. And, you know, it just, so yeah. So she didn't really, you know, do the normal things in pregnancy. Um, I had a very easy birth. I pushed one time and she was out. She was wow. here. She was great. We got 10 fingers. We got 10 toes, you know, the things that All you kind as of, well. yeah. 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 So, um, everything was fine. Um, until, uh, she was probably two or three months old and, um, we were at home and her dad had said, just, have you ever noticed that scout doesn't make eye contact? And I was like, no, I've never noticed that. Now keep in mind, you know, I'm sleep deprived. Right. I have a right. small child. Right. And I have two other children who are, you know, young at the time too. And I, I just really didn't notice. Right. So then at that moment, we really tried to get her to make eye contact. Mm-hmm. And she just wouldn't. She yeah. was looking all over the place except for at us. So that's how we kind of knew, you know, we, we had something going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we went to the eye doctor um, at Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. and her eyes are fine. Yeah. There, there's nothing really wrong. I mean, she has one eye that kind of, you know, drifts, but um, they were like, everything is fine with her eyes. It's, mm-hmm. it's not her eyeballs. So then that's kind of when we started, you know, looking more at the neurology side um, because if it's not our eyeballs, then we weren't really sure, you know? And so then we went to neurology and, started our process there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that journey. And so when you think back to those early days, what was that like for you as, you know, as a mom, you've already had two other children. So you kind of know what to look for. You know, you know what the milestones are, you know what what they're mm-hmm. quote unquote mm-hmm. supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. What was going through your mind at that time when you're starting this journey of going this of discovery is is what as to what is going on with Scout. Yeah. So looking back on it, you know, and what, what I was kind of experiencing was, I mean, the first thing I thought was she was blind, Mm. you know, and then I'm sitting here thinking, okay, you know, how now what, you know, what am I going to do now? I mean, I ordered the books on the cortical vision impairment Mm -hmm. and, you know, because you don't know like what, what's to come. So it was just a lot for me in the beginning thinking, okay, well, you know, that's fine. Now, now what do we do? But the whole problem was, is it just ended up just piling on one mm-hmm. thing after another, after another, after another. And it wasn't, I didn't need the books for, you know, the cortical mm-hmm. vision impairment because it wasn't really that. And then, you know, just everything else just kind of started to pile on. But, you know, what I thought I knew then to, to what I know now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, well, I know just because I've been kind of on this journey with you over these mm-hmm. past several years, especially kind of these last, honestly, few months, just we've been communicating back and forth. Lot, and, yeah. and I know that you, you know, are in and out of the hospital a lot. And mm-hmm. so what does that do to your mama's heart? You know, when you're, when you're like, we're going having to go back into the hospital. I know you had a, an incident just mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago where yeah. we were communicating back and forth and it was, you were going in for a procedure and it, it didn't go as you thought. And, and yeah, just that scary, scary moment. What does that do to your mama's heart? 
Oh, it's awful. It's terrible. I mean, I wish it upon nobody. Um, but the truth and reality is, is here we are. Mm-hmm. And we have, you know, th- this is just the life that I, that we live. Um, so last year um, in 2021, Scott was admitted to the hospital at Vanderbilt six times for aspiration pneumonia. And, you know, over the last year, um, it's been harder for Scout. It's been harder for me as a parent um, on all of us because I can keep Scout comfortable at home. I've got all of the equipment that the hospital uses. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I can't do is I can't do an IV and I can't do a chest x-ray. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two things that I can't do. The last year alone, you know, Scout, you know, would be with me and we would struggle for weeks and weeks of just the constant congestion. And she has a hard time, you know, getting it up. It just kind of stays mm-hmm. in her bronchioles. And so, you know, when we do finally get it up, um, if, if you're not sitting there with a suction machine to help her clear those airways, yeah you know, sometimes it's inevitable. She's going to aspirate some of that every time. And what happens is it just kind of builds up to where it's pneumonia. Um, but it's just, it's just so hard, you know, and I've got all of the equipment that I need, you know, we've got six or seven pieces of equipment that we use, you know, when she's sick, sick, we use them all, Mm -hmm. all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but when she's, you know, doing well, like today, she's having a fantastic day. We don't need all of those, you know, but it's a full blown, I mean, oxygen suction machine, Mm -hmm. feeding machine, CPT vest, cough assist, just, you know, all of the things, all the things. Yeah. Yeah. It's stressful. And then, you know, I remember when my husband was sick, you know, we would, there would be many days in time periods we would be like, okay, are we going to have to go to the hospital today? Is today the day we're going to have to go to the hospital? And that high stress feeling of, you don't know when the next shoe's going to drop. It's living in this pressure cooker day in and day out of medical care. And so Mm -hmm. what has that done to you personally, that being in that high stress situation? And are there things that you have found to put in place to kind of help alleviate some of those stressors? So, you know, overall, I try to stay, you know, pretty calm, pretty collective and positive. Um, That's one of my biggest, you know, mottos that I try to tell myself, because if I get overwhelmed or stressed or worried or panicked on what the day might bring, Mm -hmm. it rolls over, you know, into my other children. Yeah. And if I'm stressed, I feel like Scout knows I'm stressed. And, but Yeah. I I mean, luckily with Scout, I I know, you know, when we're fixing to go down this road of, you know, events. Um, So if she's sick with a cold, you know, I kind of know if we're not getting better, then I know it's going to blow up into RSV, pneumonia, things Mm -hmm. like that. So I just try and stay as positive as I can, um, as, you know, I try not to get too stressed over it because I just take it. I'm not even day by day. I mean, sometimes it's hour by hour, minute by Um, minute, second by second. Yes. Yes. So I just try to, you know, be cool, calm, collective Mm -hmm. and just to really stay positive because if you don't, I think it would be really easy to fall into 
I, I don't not I don't I don't want to say depressed, but you know, like Despair just overwhelmed. And, yeah, being yeah. overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. So I just kind of do the best I can. Yeah. There. Well, I know you have two other kids, Becca and Allie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. So how do they interact with Scout? What is what is their life together like as siblings? So Allie Joe absolutely loves her. Um, that is like her baby. Um mm. I mean, Scout's too big for Allie to carry now, but in the beginning, you know, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, be careful because right, she can't defend She's herself. She's not a baby like, doll. Know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, like with Becca, I mean, it was different, but I'm thinking, you know, Scout can't, you know, help like break a fall or, mm-hmm. you know. But Allie, um, gosh, she's awesome with her, kisses her all the time, loves on her, sings with her, plays with her. Um, she's like, and this is probably, you know, this is kind of how we roll at my house. If Scout, if I go to the restroom or go to the kitchen or go out to the car to grab something and Scout's, you know, by herself, Allie Jo is all over it where she'll just come. Scout's coughing. Scout's choking. Scout's having a seizure, you know, mm-hmm. like she's like a, a little me, which is yeah. so helpful. Yeah. Um, Beckham, of course, loves her to death too. Um, but he's all boy. Right. Um, he does, you know, doesn't, he's kind of, I don't know if it's the age or cause he's a boy, but mm-hmm. he just kind of does his own thing. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're really good with her and, um, They've had to learn patience mm, for sure. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm yeah. not available. I'm not super mom. I wish I mm. was, but they've they've had to really learn. Um, you might have to hold on a minute, you right, know, or right. you know, if if they need me, sometimes mm. I I can't come. You know that that's yeah. been one of the hardest parts. Yeah, it's it's. I'm sure it is a struggle trying to navigate all that. But it sounds like your kids. You're, you're starting them off right and helping them see, you know, their value um, as, the, as the siblings. And so I know that you know the importance of not doing this journey alone. So often, you know, special needs families isolate themselves and try to do it on their own. But you know, I know from us talking that that is, you can't mm-hmm. do it that way. So what does that look like for you and in your life? And how have you made it happen to have other people come alongside and do this journey with you? So, um, yeah, gosh, th- this has been a, a huge, you know, piece also that's, you know, really challenging. I mean, we're homebound, mm-hmm. you know, we, we don't, we don't get to do things like everyone else, you know, and, and a lot of people, you know, that are listening or, you know, that are walking this journey with us, you know, like, you know, too, Becky, you know, like you, you, you can't just do and go and, you know, even the simplest things like mm-hmm. let's go to Walmart, you know, right. or whatever. Right. That's out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank gosh for Instacart, but, um, yeah, amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so, it's so hard, you know, and especially in the beginning and, you know, sometimes, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty. Sometimes I still struggle with, you know, I guess missing out. I mean, that sounds yeah. so like, no, you know, I know exactly selfish what you of me, mean. but, yeah, I mean, I want to go. I want to go outside. What am I? What are we going to do this weekend? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you just can't. Sometimes you yeah. absolutely. I mean, I've gone weeks without even leaving my house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it that that's a huge struggle, um, especially you know even, gosh, you know, 
taking the kids to school or mm-hmm. going to ball games yeah. or practices, you know, sometimes you, you just can't go. I mean, you just, you're just at home. Um, you know, one of the things with Scout is um, direct sunlight and heat make her have a seizure almost immediately. Wow. So, you know, now that it's kind of spring coming into summer, like my, my inner side, you know, my insides are like, oh, yay, you know, we get to go, go, do, do, you know, fun in the sun, but no, 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 we, mm-hmm. like, we don't get to do that anymore. Um, so, yeah, it's just been, that. that's hard, you know, and one of the things I have to do to kind of reel myself back to, you know, just this right now is just not the life that you live, you know, you've got to, you know, we're home and that's okay. It's okay to be home. You know, this is, this is the season that we're in. Um, I have found a lot of comfort too. Um, so I have a, you know, love hate relationship with Instagram, um, or social media of any kind, um, partly because I am human and, you know, when we see the world moving on as yeah, we comparison, know it, as this, comparison, comparison, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, you know, I try really hard not to, um, get on social media, but, um, I have found, you know, a lot of friends on there with children who are very similar to Scout, um, which is hard to do because Scout's so unique, you know, she's got so many things. It's hard to find, you know, another child with the same type of, um, challenges, you know, that Scout faces. So I, you know, I, I, I find comfort in that too, because they're home too, you know, and, right. and right. what do they get to do and what do, you know, maybe what can we do, you know, that would be fun for her. But, um, yeah, I mean, I found, you know, a lot of support there. Um, and then of course, you know, through rising above also, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest, most important pieces is it's so easy to feel alone on this mm-hmm. journey. Yeah. But I think one of the things that have helped me is really trying to find moms and dads out there who have a severe child like mm-hmm. Scout, mm-hmm. you know, that can understand and yeah. 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 Because all, you know, all, you know, every child's unique. So, you know, and they're all kind of on like a different scale, you know, mm-hmm. how severe and, you know, but we're pretty, we're pretty on the high end scale. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you wrote in some of the bio information that you sent me, you said that I believe in order to lift each other up, we have to keep it real with each other. So what do you mean by that? What do you mean by like, keep it, keeping real. it real, lift each <laughs> other up, lift each other up and keep it real. So, um, Oh my gosh, this girl that I follow on Instagram and, you know, she's one of the ones she's, you know, huge blogger has two girls and they're both similar to Scout, but one of them, her youngest one is the same age as Scout and just reminds me so much of her. Right. And she posts a lot of good things, you know, um, about things that they do, you know, I've, um, like she just got a van. I've never wanted to be a van mom ever in my life. (laughs) Um, and I'm still not there in my heart, but I know it's coming, but you know, like she'll post stuff like, you know, well, this is what we just got. And then it just kind of makes me, I don't know, feel, I'm like, okay, well, I guess, you know, she's cool, you know? Yeah. But when I say keeping it real, everything that we see 
unfortunately, is not real life. Right. Um, it's the good moments. It's like, oh my gosh, look how cute, you know, we all are, you know, going to church this morning and they look adorable. There's no vomit anywhere. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Right. And I'm no, like, totally. Well, but how, you know, like I, she, the mom has shared, you know, everything that her child has and it's just like scout, but you don't see it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just super hard. Like, you know, it's not all, you know, picture perfect all the time, right. you know, and I, you know, I wish that there could be, you know, a, a page where like, I, I just wish people, including myself, you know, would share like, hi, you know, this is real life, you know, right. right. I've been thrown up seven times today yeah. or <laughs> I, I have changed left cl- my house. Yeah. yeah. I changed clothes. Close. 50,000 know, times. It's, yes, yeah. It's that, that right there. Like to me, I think, firmly believe that people need real life, real experiences, real stories, real day to day, because I've, it's just hard, you know, for, um, especially us walking a journey that is extremely hard anyways. And I just feel like it would be, it, we just have to keep it real. So you don't feel defeated and you don't feel like you're the only one. Mm -hmm. Cause sometimes, you know, when scouts like super sick and she's in my bed, she's not, you know, gosh, well, we're having seizures, we're throwing up, I'm using the suction machine, we're on oxygen at that time. I have four machines in my bed and right. I I can't even lay down fast enough before I have to sit back up and turn on the lamp to do yeah. something. And it's hard because I've, I sometimes think, I bet I'm the only one doing this. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where's everybody else at? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so it gets super, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll text, you know, a couple of my, um, you know, close friends uh, in the middle of the night. And I'll just be like, this is what I'm doing. What are you doing mm-hmm. at 2.30 in the morning? But it's just to prove a point that I was doing something all night, <laughs> you know, like I really need people to understand. Yeah, I am up you know? at 2.30. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's tough. I know it's tough when in, in you're trying to do all the things, taking care of all your kids, plus you work. And so how have people come alongside your family to help you? You know, I think a lot of times people don't know how to help our families. I think people might look at your life and go, we don't even know how we could help. So how right, have people come right. alongside to, to help your family? Um, so I do work. And um, unfortunately, I work out of town um, most of the time when I'm able to, you know, to do that. and. Um, Really, it's just been, um, you know, my nanny this last year has been awesome. My mom, she will drop everything um, at any point in time to come and help me. Of course, my night nurse, you know, and um, Scout, she splits time um, between, you know, my house and her dad's family. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and like when Scout's really, really Sick, you know, she stays with me um, just because we would not be able to get from point A to point mm-hmm. B um, without an incident. And I have all of the equipment and I'm mom, you know, and us moms, you know, nobody can do it quite well, like us. So, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> At least um, we think yeah. so, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, been, it's, it's funny you say that because when I, my nurse first started, 
I was like overshadowing my nurse mm-hmm. or like if yeah. Scout needed something, I'm like, excuse me, you know, move over. Yeah. That's my child. You know, and she was like, Jessica, I am here to take care of her and I am mm-hmm. a licensed nurse. And I was like, it is so hard for me to like yeah. step aside and yeah. to let somebody do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've gotten so much better, but gosh, you know, um, so yeah, my, my mom helps me all the time. You know, my sister, she's watching Scout for me right now downstairs. Uh-huh. Um, so we, it's just, you really just pitch in, you know, and sometimes if I can't um, leave Scout or I have to do something with her, um, you know, my sister's awesome to pick up my big kids, you know, if, if my kids are with me that day. Um, so we, it you literally just have to just come together as a yeah. family, you know, and um, thankfully, you know, me and my family were extremely tight knit. We have a really close relationship so we just you know walk this journey together you know and um scout's dad um his parents are good you know with her also and um she'll spend some time there too and you know it's all about give and take and i mean it affects it affects us all Mm -hmm. um so you know day-to-day it changes so well this is the year of restoration at rising above and we are Mm -hmm looking at ways that we can allow God to bring restoration into our lives. Cause goodness, Jess, you have a lot going on day in and day out mm-hmm. caring for your sweet scout. So mm-hmm. how have you seen God restore you on your journey as a special needs mom? So I'll share a story with you um, where I had, you know, the most awesome experience of my life. Um Scout was just a couple of months old and we went to Vanderbilt. Um, My mom and I took her and we saw a neurologist and the neurologist, uh, we did not have the best experience. Um, And whenever this is your child and you are here um, wanting answers, wanting understanding, you don't really, you know, know what's going on. We, you know, we're in the waiting room, of course, like I'm nervous. I don't know. I have this young baby and the doctor comes in with no bedside manners, which mm. is always That's really, worst. really yeah. hard. Yeah. Yes. And just right from the get go, I just thought, oh gosh, you know, this is not, this is, you know, kind of unacceptable. But anyways, um, she basically just came in and just said, yeah, well, you know what, well, we can do some tests and we can do some lab work. But it looks like, you know, your daughter's never going to walk. She's never going to talk. She's going to be wheelchair bound. Um, You know, life expectancy is X, Y, Z, but we don't have a crystal ball. And yeah, you'll probably take care of her for the rest of of her life. She said, but if you'll go down to the third floor to get some labs, you know, we'll call you. Of course, I am hit with every single emotion. Mm -hmm. Right. Every single emotion. Fear anger, mm-hmm. confusion, frustration, thing. loss. I mean, everything. Right. So we went downstairs to the third floor and I told my mom, I said, I'm going to need you to just sit with Scout. I'll be, you know, I'm just going to go take a breather for a second. And I sat by the windows. I just looked outside and I just saw, I just prayed. Um, and I just said, you know, God, I can't do this. Mm. I don't even know if I can do it at all, but I, I for sure cannot do it. Um, alone. I need you. I need you to help me be strong. I need you to give me understanding. I need peace and comfort because I just, 
there were so many things that I felt like I needed in that moment that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. And I, Becky, I promise, like, he talked to me and I felt his presence and I felt it was just like warm water, really warm water went from my head mm. all the way down through my fingers and my arms and my toes. The like just this warm presence just all over me. Um, and God spoke to me, which I didn't really think happened, you know, like I, or I hadn't experienced it. So when I experienced it and, you know, God just said, Jess, you're not alone. You're mm. not going to be alone. Do not be afraid. I've got you. I've got Scout. And we're going to get through this together. And I, I, I just started crying because I thought, you know, wow. Yeah. Like, what an experience. You know, and even today, well, well, since then, I mean, I just, I'm always, I try to be always positive And I don't, of course, I get overwhelmed, but I don't worry mm-hmm. that much. I just, I just, I just have this huge peace and this understanding and this comfort. Because of that moment, mm-hmm. I know that I'm not alone. Yeah. And I just wish that everybody, you know, whether, you know, they're walking this journey with us or they're not, could experience this feeling because it's just life-changing. It, it, mm-hmm. it just, you know, like looking back on, you know, before that conversation, I mean, just, I just kind of feel like I was there. I was just mm-hmm. like kind of walking the walk, right. talking the talk. No way. I mean, whenever, you know, you're actually living it, you know, with that relationship, you know, he, that day he restored all of my peace, all of my Mm. comfort, all of my hope, all of my strength, you know, and, you know, doing what I do, um, you know, raising Scout, there's no way I could do it alone. Yeah. And and I don't know how people, you know, who are in similar situations, if they don't have that, you know, I could just imagine this, this journey would be 50 million yeah. times harder, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's one thing for us to, it's one, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe, you know, you just don't have to, you know, well, you know, you're not alone. You? He, you you're know, you know, alone. you're not alone. Yeah. Even in those nights that you're up in the middle of the night with Scout doing all of the things with her, all those medical mm-hmm. things he told you. You know, you're not alone. I'm going to do this with you. And so Mm -hmm. you can go back to that moment and just remind yourself, nope, you know, when the enemy starts to lie to you and it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're all by yourself. How are you going to do this? All those negative things. You can go back to that moment and go, no, God is with me. He will lead me. He will guide me. Mm -hmm. I think about that moment all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing your story. And uh, I'm uh, excited that I'll get to see you because we live in the same town. So over the years, we'll get to see you and watch Scout grow. And Scout is one of the most beautiful children. She's got the most beautiful little smile. And she does. Um, she does. so, so sweet. And so I just thank you for sharing your story and being with us here today. Oh, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. And thank you for asking me. Thank you for listening to the Rising Above Ministries podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a minute to leave us a rating and review. This helps others like you find our content more easily. You can learn more about how Rising Above Ministries is encouraging the special needs community 
by checking out our website at risingaboveministries.org or by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to connecting with you.